of Performance Publishing Group, making a difference one story at a time. We'll be shining the light on successful founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders that are getting results and making a difference. We'll talk about how they built their businesses, are creating movements, and leveraging the power of authority in their own lives. Be sure to stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Everybody, Michelle Prince here, host of the Power of Authority Spotlight, where we shine the light on successful business owners, founders, leaders that are doing great things. They're building businesses and they're giving back. They're making an impact. This episode is brought to you by Performance Publishing. Performance Publishing Group provides done-for-you publishing services. So have you ever thought about writing a book? Has anyone ever said that you should write a book? Well, everyone should write a book because every story matters. And when you get your story out there in a big way, that's when you can build a platform, build your authority and also make an even bigger impact. Today, I'm excited about our episode because I have Chad Franson here of Rise25, who has done thousands of interviews with successful entrepreneurs, investors, and CEOs. And we flipped the script today, and he's actually going to be interviewing me. So welcome, Chad. Hey, thanks so much, Michelle. Great to be here. I appreciate it. How are you today? Great. How are you? Good. Thanks so much. Hey, uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you. You, you know, obviously, um, you were talking about writing books, and you have written one fairly recently. Um, it's called "Your Book Is Your Business Card." Can you kind of tell me a little bit about the thought behind that? And obviously, the title says a lot. Maybe what we can, you know, take away from it. Absolutely, it's actually a book I wrote years ago, but I use it all the time because um, I do believe your book is your business card. And it literally, this book itself is a small book. And I do literally use it as my business card. Wherever I go to speak, whenever I go to conferences, I'm exchanging business cards. And we they, they get a book with a lot of value in it, my contact information, of course. But the reason I wrote it is I'm totally convinced that people will throw away your business card, but they won't throw away a book. Even if they never read it, There's we hold value in books. And so I see it as one of the greatest marketing tools to open up opportunities for business owners. So we, you know, when you when you share that with people who maybe haven't um, written a book or who haven't heard that message before, uh, have have most people realized that that can be the case about a book being their business card? Yeah, it's funny. At first, there's so many people, especially business owners. If you've never written a book before, the thought of it is like, well, I, who am I to write a book, or what what would I write about? Who really cares? But the thing is, you are literally providing value to your customers every day. And people do business with those they know, like, and trust. So when you share your story, the backstory, how did your business come into existence? Why do you do what you do? People get to know you on a different level other than just the content on your website. So it changes the perspective of, oh, I could use this as a door opener versus it being my life story. Now, there's also a place for life stories, but but this particular, uh, the Your Book is Your Business card is really intended to, to show people that it's a powerful marketing tool when you use it in the right way. So do you come across a lot of people who sh- hear your message and, you know, believe it, but um, but haven't written a book yet? Funny, I've spoken at a lot of different conferences, many business owner conferences. And before I go up, you know, the, the topic is always written down in the brochure of what I'm going to speak on. And I've had people come up to me and say, I'm not going to write a book, just so you know. I'm going to sit through your presentation, but I'm not going to write a book. And at the end, they'll come and say, you know what? You got me thinking, maybe I should write a book. 
And I think everybody should write a book, at least one. You know, I worked for Zig Ziglar and he's my mentor. And he would always say that everyone has at least one book in them, but it's probably a lot more. And it's true when you start to realize how much value you you provide to people and especially a business owner, whatever you're doing in your business, you're serving. So why not take some of that information, the lessons you learn and, and also put it in a format that you could reach more people. It's, it's one thing to meet a lot of people and do one-on-ones, have meetings and all that. But when you have an opportunity to get a book in the hands of a lot more people than you could ever possibly interact with, it just, it brings you more opportunities. It creates more uh, credibility for you. And, and it's, it's a great tool to use. So let's say you, you meet with somebody and they tell you they're not going to write a book and then you, they hear your message and then they say, okay, well, that, that sounds like actually like a great idea. I just don't have anything really to say in terms of a story. <laughs> oh, I hear respond? Daily, I hear this. Well, I say, give me 10 minutes and I can guarantee you we can get your entire story mapped out because anything you would ever put into a book, it's just right here, truly. Uh, unless you're writing some you know, medical journal, everything you know is what would go into the book. So the first step is figuring out, it's, it's not what you would write about, it's figuring out like, where do you start? Because there's no lack of things you could write about, right? There's, so it's what's circling around in your mind. What is it that, what's your, I call it a core message, but what is it that you just instinctively, naturally can help somebody with personally or professionally? Maybe you're really great at building businesses and that just naturally like, hey, here's how you do it. Or maybe you're great at podcasting. And so that's just part of your conversation. Or maybe you're good at personal development, goal setting, those kinds of things. But there is a core message and there is an exercise I take authors through to really hone in on that core message. But everything you put into a book, you already have. It's just a matter of pulling it out of your head and getting it on paper. So where do you start then when somebody says that to you? Like what what would be your kind of go-to response and that would cause them to be like, oh, okay, I do have confidence here. I really make them either grab a sheet of paper of their own or I'll pull something out of my notebook and I'll draw a a T-chart, literally just a T-chart. And on the left-hand side of the T, I wrote the word passion. And I asked them, well, what are some things you're passionate about? I mean, anything, don't think of this in terms of a book, a story, but, you know, so for Chad, what would you, what are some things that you just love to do, you, you know, lights you up, you're kind of in your own skin when you're doing it? I love to watch uh, local Colorado sports and I love to um, kind of work out myself. Okay. All right. Anything else? Uh, I love to have conversations with, uh, this sounds cheesy because I'm talking to somebody who is an entrepreneur, but I really do enjoy talking to uh, entrepreneurs about their stories. I love that. Okay. Well, the exercise, so what you do is because there's so many things that we love, right? And and the more you write down on this exercise, the better, because it's just giving you clarity on, on you know, your passions in life, right? Um, so that's one thing. And I always suggest doing it as many as you can, no less than five items on your list. This The, sec, the right side of the T-chart, I have them write the word experiences. And this is where you're, you're kind of taking all the thoughts of passion out of your head and just where, do, what do I have experience in? Um, obviously, we have career experience. Um, some of us have experience traveling the world, or maybe you've written a book, or maybe you're a parent. So these are all different types of experiences, and you put them on your list. But experience can be tricky, too, because sometimes we experience things we didn't want to experience, maybe don't want to talk about. Again, this is not a book, but you do have to put your experiences down. So it could be divorce, bankruptcy, abuse, you know, all those things that may not be part of the story you want to tell, but it is your story nonetheless. So you write it down. 
And it's the same thing, as many as you can possibly do. And I won't put you on the spot, chat and make you go through your experiences, but um, I'll share a couple of mine. So I've, on my passion side, I, I love personal development. I always have. I met Zig Ziglar when I was 18 years old. I told him I was going to work for him one day, five years almost to the day I did. And that was the foundation of my, my, my career and now my life. And so I'm passionate about personal development. On my experience side, I have lots and lots of experiences, but I, I working for Zig Ziglar was a pretty extraordinary experience. So that's on my list because I learned so much from him. But I'm willing to share this and I share this where, whenever I speak because I know it's gonna resonate with someone. I also have some negative experiences that I don't really wanna talk about. We all do. Um, but one of them was when I was in you know, middle school, early high school, I really, my confidence was really low, low self-esteem. I don't wanna share that with the world, but here's, there's a point to this. I put it on my list. Why? Because it was, it, it impacted things in my life. It impacted decisions, people I hung out with. So it was a significant enough experience that I had to put it on my list. But what's the point? The point of this exercise, it's not just a passion, it's not just experience. It's the intersection of the two. So looking for something on your list where you have both passion and experience. And so for me, I love personal development. That's my passion. I have experience working for Zig. There's a connection there. All, all the things I learned from him could be a book. Then I'm also- sure. I'm, Oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, and then the second part of that is that low confidence part of it. I had to use personal development to get my mindset in a better place, which thankfully it is. But that's an intersection. And my first book, Winning in Life Now, How to Break Through to a Happier You, was exactly that. It was a personal development journey, my ups and downs, and how I use personal development to get my mindset right and what I learned from Zig all in one book. What were you going to say? Yeah, I'm sure once you, uh, you, know, you, you ask somebody about their passions and they think of a, a few things like, like you did with me. And then you follow up with kind of a, talking about your experiences and things like that. Then they're, they start to have a flood in their head. Like, well, I sold myself short with those passions. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and oh, then you have a bunch of other stuff. And, and what's the point of that is, is a lot of times, so you could write a book about anything. I mean, there's no limit. You, you could write a book today on, you know, how, how to do thought leadership interviews, right? But just because you can do it doesn't mean you should if you don't have the passion part of it. I wanted to write a sales book. For years. No, no, no. The word want is not it. I thought when I knew I was supposed to write a book, I've always been in sales. I just knew I was going to write a sales cold calling book. But every time I thought about doing it, I was like, oh, I dreaded it because I have absolutely no passion on that topic. So it has to be the intersection because that's the book that you're motivated to write. But it's also a book somebody wants to read because you have credibility and they can learn from you. So that's where I usually start with people. So when you say a book, what does that what does that mean? Does that mean like a like a novel or a small book or what like what do you mean? Well, you are a pub the, the benefit of writing a book is not the book itself, believe it or not. The book is has nothing to do with the book. It's the fact that you're a published author. And that's where the leverage comes in. So you can write a small, like this is just a little, this is my business card book, you know, small, mm -hmm. digestible book. You could write a chapter in somebody else's book. You're still a published author. Or yes, you could do a full size, you know, large book. And but it doesn't have to be a certain size for you to get all the benefits of being a published author. What are some of the uh, so let's say somebody is passionate, somebody has things they can write, um, but they just they don't feel like they have the time or they, you know, writing a book. I've, you know, you, you hear stories like writing a book is like digging a digging a digging a canyon with a shovel or something like that. What are some of the things that people say when, when they say they just don't have the time? 
Well, you know, to the, the point of it being difficult, it's not that it's hard, but it does take a lot of work. And that's why I believe we give so much credibility to authors because they actually did what a lot of people talk about doing. They actually did it. But it's really not as hard as you think because you don't have to be a writer to be an author. It's a totally different animal. So if you're not good at sitting down and pounding away at a computer or writing, then just start recording yourself. I mean, I do. We do a lot of books for podcasters because their book, they're speaking every day. They don't have to sit down and write it. We can just take the voice, transcribe it and, and polish it into a book. But it doesn't have to be difficult. You just when once you get the clarity of your story and you know, oh, I, I could write this tomorrow because everything I would put into this book is in my head. It becomes a lot easier. And I walk people through a process where, you know, you, you, my first book I had written in in. 30 days, actually three weeks. And I've never written a book before. Took months to publish it, but writing it flew out of me because I knew the topic so well. So the clarity of the outline is what happens first. And then it makes it easier to just get the rest out of your head. When you say it took months to publish it, can you explain that to somebody who hasn't written a book? Yes. So the writing is just one piece of that, right? You have to get it on paper. Well, then once it's on paper, you've done your part. Now you bring in professionals, editors, somebody has to go through and edit it. That process can take, you know, weeks to sometimes months, depending on how much work is to be done. Cover design, you know, you have to have the design of the front cover, the back cover, the interior flaps, all of that takes some time, not difficult, but just takes a little time. Interior layout, you know, what does the page look like? Are we going to have call out boxes, quotes, lines to fill in? So those are the types of things that happen. And then once you move it into production, then it's preparing files for print, preparing ebook, audiobook. And so start to finish doesn't have to be long. Our authors, we say anywhere from three to six months is really realistic. We've done them quicker, but I'd rather um, under promise over deliver than the other way around. So uh, and then there's some that have taken a lot longer because what happens is it's not that the process takes a while. It's just sometimes the author you know, you can't quit their job just to write a book. So we're dealing with finding time for you to read it again. Um, but all in, it, it shouldn't take that long. Um, the writing part, nothing can happen on the publishing side, though, until it's written. But one more thing I'll say about that. You don't even have to write your own book. That's what writers are for. Uh, we have collaborative writers. There's ghost writers. Um, so there, there should be no limitation for somebody to get a book done. It's just a matter of choosing which is your best path to publishing. So is it a guarantee that your book will be published, even if it takes a while? Well, depends the route you go. That is a great question. So nowadays, 20 years ago, it probably would have been a different conversation. That's really where traditional publishing, you know, ruled the roost. And, and in some cases, they still do. But for a first time nonfiction author, they're not going to likely get a traditional publishing deal. And maybe they don't want to because they're going to own full rights. They're going to take 80 to 90 percent of the profit. So for somebody who's using a book as their business card, they're using it to build their platform. They are way better off either self-publishing, which takes a little bit more work, um, or working with a hybrid publisher. We call it partner publishing, but it's the same thing. Somebody who will do the work for you. You know, we have editors, we have designers. You don't have to go find those people, but you're, you're outsourcing the work to us. So we partner to do that. But that means, yes, as a self-publisher or partner publisher, you will definitely get your book published. If you choose to go a traditional route, that's a, a harder, you have to shop it, there's no guarantee. And again, if you're willing to give up the rights and the money, go that route. But for many of us who are first-time authors, we're using it to build our business, our platform. 
And so it makes more sense for us to keep that money in our own pocket. Sure. So speaking of, speaking of money, um, you know, let's say you, you decide you're, I'm on board, I'm ready. Like however this book gets done is it gets done. Should I be worried about trying to sell that book? Well, Yes and no. Yes, in that you've done all this work and it's valuable content. So you want to make sure it gets in the hands of the people that really can benefit from it. So you do want to have a marketing plan to launch the book. And we help our authors with that. Part of our launch plan recommendation is to start a podcast. And we partner with Rise 25 to do that. And, and there's many other things that we do. But it's if, if your only goal is to sell books, it's a long road because think of the math. I mean, if it's a $20 book, let's just say it costs you, you know, $5 to, to print it. I mean, yes, you'll make $15, but how much money do you want to make in a year time you know, to divide that by 15? That's a lot of books to slough around. Instead, how our authors see it as it's the door opener. It's one speaking opportunity more than pays for your investment in, in publishing. One consulting client um, could potentially do that. So it's those opportunities that are only attracted to published authors. That's really where the money is. That's where the opportunity is. Yes, you do sell books. Um, but I, for my own business, I sell them back of the room when I speak. I sell them when, you know, I give them to clients and things like that. So depends on the goal of why you're writing a book. But more than likely, you're going to want to write the book and, you know, sell the book as well as just making your, your platform what you're really pushing. So ROI can look a lot different than just sales revenue from a book? 1,000%. 1,000. And I see it all the time. We have authors. One of our authors um, who's a doctor, he's worked with us for years and he has been very successful with launching his books and he's using it in his practice. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to remember the exact quote, but he said his first book, which he's now since done many others, um, brought in over seven figures of additional revenue to his practice. From one book, the same information that he was sharing with his patients already, but because it was in this format that they could really, you know, take it home, absorb it, it gave them this, this confidence in him as a doctor and it skyrocketed his business. Okay. Is there anything else we should know about, you know, the importance of writing a book, how your book is your business card, things like that? We've covered quite a bit here in a short period of time. Yeah. You know, and there's for those who have a business who, are, or wanting to build a business, that is really the greatest mindset to have as to how can I leverage this to build my business? But there's also other reasons to write a book and there's no right or wrong. Some people write a book for the business, like we talked about, but others write it to, maybe they want to start something. Maybe they want to start a, a nonprofit. Maybe they want to quit a corporate job to, to open up their own business, or maybe they just want a, a legacy book for friends and family and there's no right or wrong. The process is exactly the same. And so knowing your goals and intentions, because writing a book is an investment. It's an investment of your time and, and, and resources. So what the question to ask yourself is, what would make it worthwhile for all the time and money that I'm going to put into this? What would it be? And, and that will determine your best route to go and you know what to do with the book after it's done. Have you seen people who, you know, they decide like, okay, this is a good way to start that. And then just the process of unloading their thoughts caused them to be more successful than they might've been otherwise. You know, it's so interesting. I, we, we, we do a lot of collaborative books where we have uh, one person write one chapter in a book and it's only 3000 words. And in the beginning, most of these authors are saying, I don't have 3000 words and they always do. 
And usually they come back and say, oh my gosh, I went over. Can I, can I have 5,000 words? Um, but what happens is, is people realize once you start the process of writing, you realize how much you do have to say. And it, it's worth telling, even if the only person that ever reads it is somebody within your family. You know, true story, my winning in life now book, that was what launched my business. It went bestseller. Um, you know, I, I had a, nothing in what I'm doing today would have happened without that book. But I never intended to share that book with anyone other than my, my family, because my kids were in kindergarten and second grade at the time. I just, I always knew I was supposed to write a book, but I thought, who am I to do that? I'm no Zig Ziglar, but I'm going to write a book. I want my kids to know who I am. I want them to know my story. And that was the only reason I wrote it. And now that's what launched it. But, you know, even if they were the only ones to have ever read it, it would have been worth it. Sure, absolutely. Hey, uh, Michelle, it's been great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. And thank you for uh, flipping things around on me here. <laughs> absolutely. My pleasure. So long, everybody. for listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, the power of authority spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our websites, performancepublishinggroup.com or michelleprince.com. And follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.